0: Hello my sacred ones and this is another episode of the Sacred Sutra podcast with Savina Leo. Today we're going to dive into a really great fascinating topic that I know a lot of people have questions about and that is spirit guides. So in my episode about soul plans, I explain how your guides are part of your soul plan and your mission before you come onto earth. Which means that every single being has a team of guides on the other side to help them with their mission on the earth. And you might be thinking, well my life is really not that special, like why would I need a team of guides? And the answer is, the fact that you even choose to come onto the earth, which is a very difficult place to evolve in, They understand how difficult it can be and they want to support you from the other side. That means from the second you are born, you are not alone. Especially any times that you think you're alone and take it for someone who hears them on the other side and hears the conversations that they want to have with you, you are not alone. But you do have guides that go through many lifetimes with you, and then there are guides that come in for specific things that you're doing in your life. So let's say you're starting a business, you're becoming a new mom, or anything significant in your life that you might need extra support in, you have a guide that could come in and help you, help support you in that area. And like I said, there are some guides that travel with you throughout every single lifetime that you had and has been with your soul from the beginning and knows you very very well. So what energy form do these guides come in? And I say form because some of them do not take on human lives and do not have a human form and it's very difficult sometimes for a human mind to connect to a guide because some guides are just purely energy and they do not have a physical form. But there are categories that guides can come in and that's what I'm going to break down today. But before I do that, I need you to know that their form or their name or their status is not important to connect to any of them. So let's define what a spirit guide is. A spirit guide is a being from a higher realm that guides us on our spiritual mission in life. And sometimes we think a spiritual mission is this grand, like, world-changing thing, but just being born is a spiritual mission in itself, and because you have taken on many lifetimes, it means that you don't always come back as somebody from your same culture. So I am Indian and let's say in Multiple of my past lives, I was African and I have brought over African guides from those past lifetimes that I now connect to. It is not exclusive to your cultural identity, especially if you are an older soul, which just means that you have done more reincarnation cycles than other souls. So if you do connect to a guide that is not from your culture, just remember to pay respect and homage to the culture that it does come from because we don't want to culturally appropriate anyone's heritage. So we want to respect and acknowledge where the wisdom has been channeled from and where the culture has preserved it. Also, different guides have different personalities and like to be acknowledged in certain ways. While you develop a relationship with them, you'll start to see their specific personality come through and you can connect to them with their personality. And because the universe is just this big mirror, your personality can sometimes reflect their personality And that might give us some clues on who they are. For example, one of my guides is Mother Kali, which means I have a fierce tongue and I can be this wild, fierce, feminine energy when I go into a mode of almost dissolve an ego in someone else. she tends to come up and uh, I know I'm going into Kali mode. So yeah, their personality can definitely reflect through yours. One more point before I get into the different types of Spirit guides. How do you know that you are connecting to a guide, another and not another entity? Well, your guides will one never make you feel, unsafe or uncomfortable they may feel powerful like a powerful presence in your life but it will never feel unsafe uncomfortable or like something is negative or evil all right so this is what you came for The first type of spiritual guide are deities. So those are gods and goddesses that span different cultures. They tend to have a big, powerful presence or feel to them. They can also represent different parts to a universal truth. So they may have strong personalities and through their personality, you can self-actualize through their energy. And because they have such strong egos, they may have their own agenda on how they want things to be done. So the best way to connect with any deity is through devotion. They need a lot of respect and it needs to be an exchange of energy. Because they're, they're really good at granting gifts to humans who show a lot of devotion to them. They are probably the biggest representation of the exchange of energy and the exchange of energy within the universe. So anything in, in the universe is never a one-way ticket. It's always an, a two-way street. So these guides are very good at showing us how to exchange energy and how the universe is a giving and receiving, a contracting and expanding place. You can find deities in almost any culture. In Greek culture, it's Zeus and Poseidon and Aries. In African culture, it's Oshun and Isis and Horus. In Hindu, there is Shiva, Kali, Lakshmi. You can find them in so many cultures that you just need to start exploring and feel which ones that you connect to. So you might have had an obsession with ISIS your entire life and you couldn't understand that. And it's because she's probably one of your guides. Which means that one way to know that a deity might be your guide is if you have this strange attraction or pull to them that you cannot explain. Okay, we're moving on to the next one. We have seven. So this is the second one. Your ancestors. These are loved ones that have lived on earth and have crossed over. So parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, etc. But it goes back thousands of years on all sides of your family. So their energy is still part of your collective energy as a human being and they still watch over and care about how your life goes because what you do in your life also affects their soul. Their energy kind of sustains your life energy today. Which means whether you know your ancestors or not, it is important to pay respect to them. Cultures like Mexican cultures understand this to a deep level. That's why they have the Day of the Dead and they hold celebrations in honor of their past ancestors because a lot of them have their ancestors as their guides. But it's not just limited to your family it can also be ancestors from your culture, from your spiritual lineage and from your career. So for example, let's say your field is theoretical physics. One of your guides would be Einstein because he is a thought leader in that field. Anyone that has accomplished anything great in your field or your culture or your spiritual lineage is an energy that you could call upon to guide you. A way to connect to your ancestors is by giving them offerings especially around Halloween time when your veil is thin and then you could also call on them to heal family trauma or trauma within your lineage. Next we have ascended masters And they're souls who have lived human lives, but they've gained some sort of wisdom and have mastered spiritual enlightenment. Through their enlightenment, they transcended the illusion of the earth and are free from cosmic laws like karma. Because of their enlightenment, they've merged with their higher self and they no longer need to reincarnate, but they choose to hold their energy so their energy can guide others to where they are. Examples would be Buddha, Jesus, Muhammad, Babaji. With their experience in human form, they understand what it's like for us. So they don't have any judgment for our experience and they have a great amount of compassion for what we are doing here on earth. And you could connect Uh, with their energy by diving into their teachings and spreading their message with those who resonate with it. You go to them with a great amount of gratitude for the wisdom that they have shared. That's how they feel appreciated. We're moving on to very interesting spirits and these are nature spirits. They're made up of the elements which are fire, air, earth, water and they also contain other conscious energies like trees, rivers, mountains and mother earth would be considered a nature spirit. Plants and herbs are also nature spirits. Also creatures like fairies, pixies, elves, mermaids, gnomes, leprechaun, etc. They are also nature spirits. What they tend to guide us and help us do is spark creativity and ground us in our energy so we can manifest things from the dream state to the reality state. They are very good with healing modalities and aligning us to our purpose. So people who are healers and herbalists, can find themselves connecting to nature guides. They know that healing can come through regeneration and how to restore healing in someone. Um, they're obviously not happy with how we have treated the earth, but they also understand that the solution to all earth's problems already exist. The actual problem is that not enough of us believe that the solutions exist. We tend to focus more on the problem and they want to focus more on the healing. And the more we focus on the healing of it is the more the solutions will show up. The easiest way to connect to a nature spirit or a nature guide is to spend time in nature to use plant energy healing They're also very playful. So the more you play in nature, the stronger you connect to them. And if you want to connect more to magic, they are the best guides for turning the intangible into tangible energy. Another guide that is closely linked to nature spirits are animal guides. They can be guides that have been passed on by culture, like in the Native American tradition, or the Amazonian tradition with the jaguar. For witches, they're called familiars and they assist you with your magic. And they can also assist deities with their strength and their power. Their main purpose is to assist us in our spiritual journey. And as I mentioned earlier, it's important not to culturally appropriate animal spirits, because sometimes it doesn't belong to our culture. But they do show up for everyone in different ways. So for example, I have two spirit animals and one of them are cats because cats are just connected to the other side and they help me in my spiritual work. My other guide are spiders and they have shown up in times where I have needed hope or drastic change was about to happen and a spider would just appear to me. So... Look for when certain animals are starting to appear in your life or you notice that every time X happens to me, I see an owl or I feel so connected to a certain animal. That's how you know if an animal is your guide. What you would learn from them would be strength, power, purpose and how to unconditionally love yourself. Animals tend to Operate in a very intuitive sense. So the more you connect to animals is the more you're going to connect to your own intuition. And just like nature guides or nature spirits, we have a duty to protect them and take care of them. And that is the contract that exists between humans and animals. We are about to leave the Earth because our next type of guides are star beings or star guides. And they are beings that are not from Earth. Many are from different star systems, galaxies, planets, both in physical and non-physical form. A lot of them have not taken human form and they're very curious about human existence and they're interested in advancing us as a race. Or, if your soul has spent other lifetimes on other planets, you have collected some guides from other planets. Stars and planets themselves are beings that have transformed into physical form They affect us here on Earth, so they have a very unique perspective on our life experience because they're seeing us sort of from the outside and not through a human lens. They love to get themselves involved in technology and science and astrology. They are very invested in us advancing as a collective they see the bigger picture of things and they want to raise the human consciousness if you work in the areas of energy healing technology astrology the chances of you having a star being guide is very high i love their energy because it's so different it can be a little quirky a little weird because they are not human and we can connect with them by simply just going outside under the night sky and having conversations with them. Also, you might find yourself being into science fiction and space travel and that's where you want to go deeper and because that's how they're going to be able to connect with you. Last but certainly not least... We have angels. Now, they might be the most common type of guides or the most recognizable type of guides. Um, The word itself comes from the Greek word messenger. So, a lot of angels were seen as messengers. They communicate messages from the divine to you. You also don't need to be a Christian or from the Abrahamic religions to connect to angels. One of my main guides happens to be Archangel Raphael. And most of my clairaudient messages come from him. Angels are very good at communicating and they love to raise your vibration. They're also the easiest beings to talk to. Because they love communicating so much and when it comes to healing emotional issues, fears or doubts, they're the ones you want to call on. They tend to show up as light and orbs so they'll show up in pictures on cameras as lights and orbs around things around you. And like I said, they are quick communicators. So anytime you have questions or need guidance, they will probably be the first guides to respond. Now that you have an understanding of the types of guides, there are other things that you need to know. They do not interfere in your free will. But if a situation comes up in your life that will greatly impact your soul mission, they will jump in and divert you from that situation. So it means that the first step to communicate with any guide is to ask. You need to ask them for help. You need to have a conversation going with them. They like and prefer direct communication. So saying guides, angels, ancestors, can you please help me with X situation? So thinking you need help and asking for help is two different energies. Asking for help is a surrendering to the universe, a surrendering to guides to step into the situation and help you out. You can start asking for signs and symbols and synchronicities to let you know that it's them. The key to this communication is to not doubt the signs that you do get. The more that you trust is the more signs that you will get. As human beings, we like other people to tell us who we are, who our guides are. But the truth is they want you to devote time and energy to exploring their energy. They want you to put in the work and to trust in yourself. Here's a quick list of how they will communicate back to you. In meditations, they will probably give you a download. Oracle cards is another way they love to communicate. Observation, like you'll just see a symbol of an animal and you'll know it's them trying to communicate with you. So symbols, dreams, sensations in your body. So you'll start to feel a presence. Intuitive nudges, all of a sudden you'll just know to do this. But in the end, a simple direct conversation is how you communicate with your guides. It's not anything fancy. It's just simple communication. Well, guys, let me know if you like this longer form podcast. I think this is my longest episode that I've done. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at IamSavinaLeo and next year I'm going to be launching a manifestation masterclass and you can jump on the waitlist for that masterclass in the description below. It's a practical guide to the magic of manifestation and it's going to be filled with tips, tricks and spells. So with that, thank you very much for listening and I will talk to you guys soon.